Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. Welcome back to another episode of Whistler and Vancouver Places, where we're going to keep on telling you all the places around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. We have Dave Dorogi. <laughs> Dorogi. Graham Menzies. Dave, is it going to be our mop today? Are you the mop today? The mop? What does that mean? Master of podcast. Master Ooh, of podcast. <laughs> oh, I like well that. Done. Not yeah. the master, master of podcast. Well, I, M-O-P. Graham and I wrote this book, 111 Places in Vancouver That You Must Not Miss. And then with you, Mike, we decided to uh, do a weekly podcast where we could take a, you know, a chapter in the book. And the chapters are only four or 500 words each, you know. But we could talk more about them because every place that we went to, there's so much more to tell. And so I'm going to give a bit of a background story on the huge Olympic village birds. <laughs> So no you have no idea what I'm talking about, and that is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you read the book? No, the, on page 50, uh, it's chapter 53, yep. page 114, um, we know that the Olympic Village in Vancouver, down there mm-hmm. in False Creek, and you know where that is, mm-hmm. it was, uh, that's interesting in itself, the way that it was built to dovetail into the Olympics, and the financing of it, and how, how when it opened, it was kind of really, uh, nobody moved in there for the first couple of years, it was empty. Yeah. But when you um, build a massive project like that with hundreds of housing units and buildings, you know, you collaborate with the city, and the city wants art. You know, that's that's part of the mandate is that you don't just build it and develop it. You you put some art up, and the art that was uh, chosen for that area are these two giant sparrows. And if you walk down there, down to the Olympic Village, uh, they're sixty <laughs> have a sixteen foot wingspan. They're thirty five hundred pounds each, and there's a male and a female sparrow, and they're they're really realistic. Like they're not they're Picture of it, they just look like <laughs> massive birds. You know, it's not like a, an art, artistic interpretation. It's just a, it's a bird. 16 foot sparrow. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's interesting. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, I, lo- I loved how you snuck in the word dovetail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in I, there. Yeah, that was very yeah. clever. I didn't want to be pigeonholed. I was today. chicken. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I wouldn't well, have done it. I didn't it, want to be pigeonholed, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm going to goose you if you keep on no. this subject. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've, we've, that's, we've feathered that out as far <laughs> as we possibly can. But uh, it's a, they, they are fantastic birds. Like they're, they're a great uh, photo op. Mm-hmm. It's a, they're very Instagrammable. Yeah, because they are because yeah. they're kind of weird. They, they do. There's a bit of an optical kind of illusion effect when you sort of think that they do look like regular sparrows, yeah. <laughs> except they're like the kind that you know, like the Godzilla sparrows well, that massive. have been exposed to some sort of nuclear accident, <laughs> and, and now they're 16 feet tall Look instead of an Alfred like three Hitchcock movie on steroids. The yeah. birds, yeah. But wasn't wasn't that part of the inspiration that, for yeah, the, the artist? The, the artist um, said that uh, that the uh, her name was uh, Mifwani McLeod. She's got an unusual yeah. first name: M Y F A N W Y. Mif Anwi. I can't even pronounce McLeod. And she said her inspiration was the 1963 Alfred Hitchcock classic horror film, The Birds. Yeah. They should be like a phone booth in there, too, that you can hide in and... Right, it just you know, with, with shattered glass. This does sound just it more and more terrifying. It was inspired by a horror movie. I well, guess so. You'd, you'd have to ask her. She's a, she's a very talented artist to have created these but, birds. But haven't they actually been installed twice, Dave? Well, this is <laughs> the second interesting thing <laughs> is that because they're made out of kind of a shiny fiberglass and because they're... They're not up on a pedestal. They're right on the ground, standing there. Mm-hmm. Sk- I don't skateboard, but skateboarders are often looking for things to jump onto, slide off of, and slide their skateboard on. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't blame them. Teenagers or whatever, they're hanging yeah. out there. It's 
It's kind of in a public park area by the water. It's, it's, meant to be, it's meant to be a plaza where people hang and do things. Young people skateboard. So what happened was they kept on skateboarding on these birds and sliding on their wings and doing tricks. And it must have been oh, really fun. They could, they could do it on the actual statue. They did. Wow, yeah, you're not, you they're not supposed to. The birds like were... It's a piece of art. Right it's verboten. Like, you know, they, they, you're not spo- they, the city could have put up signs, don't skateboard on the birds, or worse, put a fence around them, but they didn't. <laughs> And so as the years went by, they, they <laughs> abused them. They damaged them, uh, you know, by, by skateboarding all, all over them. And it cost the city $400,000 to repair these, these birds. So here's, yeah. but now it gets weirder. And okay? they had to fly them to Calgary. Well, hang on. Or did they ship them? <laughs> no, they, they flew on their own. <laughs> <laughs> they said, they, they oh, the a, grain trail. This is, really, this is really interesting, at least I, I think it is. They had to fly them out to Calgary uh, to... to to repair them, and to and then they had to fly them to China to recast the aluminum parts. Oh my parts. gosh! And then, yeah, yeah, this you was you, get someone to come you can't make this stuff that. up. No, they took them down. They went to Calgary um, to uh, make the mold making, <laughs> and then they were flown to well China for recasting. Though, yeah. No wonder it cost it cost four hundred thousand dollars for tickets alone. <laughs> Not even the work. So then they made it back to False to Creek. Now here, here, this here's the clinker. Here's the here's the pickle at the end. They made it back to False Creek just in time. For Vancouver Bird Week and the oh, 2018 International Ornithological Ornithological That's Bird Watching. Imagine the Congress. controversy if they had not been back in time. No, they, they would have no. said they'd flown the coop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess a bird in hand is better than two in the bush. But um, there's a lot of dumb bird expressions. So so um, I really like this story because I think it's a great artwork. I think it's cool that we refurbished it. And uh, I just want to tell all those young skateboarders, <laughs> keep off yeah. the birds. There are birds. You, yeah, my taxes are high enough. Yeah. Hippies, Mike. There's hippies out there with their skateboards. No. I don't think they're hippies. Quite, hippies didn't. No. Yeah, yeah, there was no happenings on skateboards, I don't think. Yeah, it was a different kind of youth yeah. Yeah. Causing, causing trouble. Take a selfie. Um, you know, Take a skateboard selfie. around it and then go, go do your tricks at a skateboard park. But uh, it's also kind of cool. Uh, it, is, it is really neat to, uh, to think about what was there before. What uh, was well, uh, that, that whole area. Cooperages, light industrial. Yeah, it was just little lumber yards. Yeah, we're going back to the 70s, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, and it, it was, was, uh, wasn't was until Expo, yeah. I think, that they started yeah. to rebuild that yes. area. So, so simply stated. But it was still like kind of rough pre-Olympics. Yeah, that's called False Creek, and it's called, we should we should have done a chapter in False Creek, because people, when they, uh, uh, the, the, the legend is that they thought it was a, a river or part of an inlet, but it really leads to nowhere. They thought it was a creek. You go up and there's a dead end. It's yeah. not a creek, so it's yeah. called, I've always thought it's an interesting name, False Creek. Now, the north side of False Creek was developed for Expo in 86. Yeah. You know, so you're right. It was nothing but uh, a light industrial. But the south side still was quite undeveloped, and it was the Olympics that developed the south side with the Olympic Village. Yeah. So the two big events that we've had in Vancouver in 86 and 2010 really, really had a footprint on that False Creek area, yeah. the north and south and sides. I don't know if you would remember uh, some of the details around the village, but th- th- it's, I don't know, hundreds of thousands or millions of square oh, yeah. feet? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Where formerly it was just an industrial, like lumber yards and, and so on. When we talk about like the housing issue in Vancouver mm-hmm. and trying to provide more housing, I mean, I, it, uh, the well, amount of housing that has been provided there is pretty significant. Well, substan- it's a whole neighborhood is, now where before is. there was and in a, in a was nutshell, not a community. Graham and I both worked on the 2010 Olympics, and um, you know, I've been in the games business for a long time, and you know, athletes' villages are often you know, student housing, maybe. We'll have the Olympics in the city and we'll use the, uh, the university housing for students. Or we might, we might take a, an old airplane hangar and convert it right. into housing. You know, so it's, it's yeah. Now, in Vancouver, 
you know, it's, it's evolved, and we give them luxury condos on the waterfront, the athletes. So, you know, it's yeah. a pretty nice gig. You come to Vancouver, where are we staying? Well, you're staying on the waterfront in a beautiful 1,200-square-foot condo. Yeah, brand-new yeah. development. Yeah. And the way it was financed was quite creative, whereby the city of Vancouver made allowances to a uh, development company to build it with the provision that once they're completed, we want them for four months for the Olympics, you know, the month leading up to during the Olympics, the month yeah. after the Paralympics. And then, then you can have them back and sell them in the market, and that's the way it was. Now, unfortunately, 08 hit, 08 hit with the recession, and the development company that was doing all that, they went bankrupt. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're, you know, half I didn't remember that at all, yeah. Yep. Yep. So the city of Vancouver was left with, well, wait a minute, the Olympics are coming. This is half done. We're going to take over the project, and we're going to have to put the, This is really simplifying yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But it got messy, and in the end, it got built. And um, it's a great project, and it's a... I, I'm a big Olympic fan. Um, it's got nothing to do with birds, though. But so uh, it, so. well, yeah, just one more unrelated to birds thing, though. Is is uh, you can tweet this episode by the way if you want <laughs> okay. to. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, is that your beck and call? Um, beacon call. Beacon call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let me just peck away at that a little okay, bit more. You can chirp it anytime you want. But it, <laughs> it, is a, it is a great story that Olympic Village because now that we're talking about it, I'm remembering. Just how often the Olympic, uh, the athletes Olympic Village is very often a target for negative media stories. Right. Like I can remember, that, like uh, I I got to go to the Torino games yeah. and I stayed at the athletes. Where was it? What village. was it like? It was in Torino. No, I know that. No, not that. Not that. <laughs> Italy. They, where was that? No, was village. I, can, I can't really remember. No, I it was it was a beautiful complex. No, was it repurposed? Well, was it uh, waterfront? See, was is, it luxury? This is the thing. I mean, you don't want to be mean to your host, but it's like you move, you, you, you arrive, and you're like, "Wow, that lawn looks like it was just put in this morning." Right. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, like you yeah. can you can tell that was just it. And then people are like, "Oh, this is a, the shower's nice, but is there a shower curtain?" <laughs> you know, uh, or somebody's like, "The toilet looks great. It would be even better if, if it was flushed." Flushed. You know. <laughs> And there's always those kinds of, you always get the sense, I think the, the Torino Village was good, but you could tell it was down to the wire. I mean, people were yeah, still sort yeah. of delivering. We were probably down to the wire too, in, though, in light bulbs. We were kind of down to the wire too. We were down to the wire, uh, but I don't think there was any stories of, uh, of that kind of nature. I mean, I don't know if you remember Sochi about the Athletes Village there. There. <laughs> there were stories like for a week yeah. about, you know. Them still building it while they were there. You know, they're still building it while it's there, but like, urinals that were just in the middle of the room sort of thing and they're yeah. like connected to nothing. Well, I don't know if, uh, if the, bird, if know, the, the birds were there on the time. The fridge though. is in the garage and yeah. it, it, it's just like weird uh, yeah, well, stuff. It's very I'm, often cobbled together. It's a huge uh, logistical, expensive, there's a lot of engineering, plumbing, all that stuff that has to happen. And very often, you know, it's a target for ridicule from the world's media who arrive and are looking for things to to poke and holes right in. There, and I don't there. think I don't think we I don't think Vancouver had any of that. And it's a credit to the people that well, built the village. We got lambasted by the British media for a whole bunch of things that yeah, were wrong. They yeah, they were, they were really rough on us. What I'm were sure they mean to us about? They were mean to us about the opening ceremonies with the uh, arm oh, lock yeah, going yeah, up. They yeah, were yeah. mean to us about no snow on Cyprus. They were mean to us yeah. about the riot that broke out the, the, uh, the day yeah. that we had. The, so a lot of bad. Yeah. And then it all turned around and they were nice to us. So there you go. Yeah. Anyways, that's got nothing to do with the birds. But yeah, the birds are... The birds are there. there. But it's part of the village story. I mean, if not for the Olympics... No, probably not the village, if not the village, no public art, no public right. art, no birds. Yeah, it's a really nice public art. So it's worth seeing. Don't skateboard on it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I'm scared to ask you guys what your final thoughts are on this one. 
Well, um, yeah, I've got a tip. I don't know if that counts, so I'm, but I'm just going to give it to you. There's a, and I, I should have looked this up before we started. Mm-hmm. There's a liquor store there. Okay. Is it International Liquor Store? Is it Legacy? Is Legacy? I don't Maybe know. that's Maybe. it. But it's a it's a really good liquor store. Like if you're looking legacy. for like uh, mixes, uh-huh. if you're a mixologist and you're looking for some special kind of syrup or you need some fancy kind of ice cube maker or something Ooh. or an unusual uh, something, you know, stuff that you wouldn't get at the corner yeah, yeah. liquor store. It's a it's a pretty good uh, liquor store there. So that's the other thing to do. I mean, there's a couple shops around there that are worth checking out. There's also a really neat little sort of faux island. Yeah, a little path, yep. pathway and oh, a yeah. restaurant. I mean, it's, it's a nice place to see the birds, but it's also a pleasant area just to kind of walk around, maybe do a little shopping yeah, and yeah. Check, check things out. Well, there's a store called uh, Wild Birds Unlimited on Broadway. I mean, it's, it's, I'd say it's a 20-minute uh, you know, tw- walk, half hour from there. You could go buy some bird seed, and you could go down to False Creek with bird seed. And don't feed these birds because they're not real. And, <laughs> There'll uh, be a lot of bird seed. To and feed. it would probably not be good for the skateboarders who would get in their ball bearings, and uh, you don't want bird seed around these birds. But you could buy some bird seeds at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited at 1302 West Broadway. Take it with you. And there are, there are birds, Canada geese around there, and then mm-hmm. there are waterfowl ducks that are in the actual False Creek. And so what a day. You go down and take a selfie with these Olympic birds. You can bore your friends to tears with all these stories we've told you, feed some birds, yeah. and just have a birding day, you know, and get, and get a selfie. Leave your skateboard at home, though. I want to thank you guys for not making any more bird puns. I was really worried where those final thoughts were going to go. <laughs> but head down to my final thought. I got a quick uh, go ahead on that one. Actually, is go to Craft uh, Craft Beer Market. It's one of the old industrial buildings. They converted. Yes, it's a very that's cool right. One. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. They got some good beer on tap. But yeah, it's just an interesting uh, old building that they've converted. So it's really cool. And so go check that out. I think it's Craft. I might be wrong, but it's one of those ones that's right there. It's right on... Uh, that's uh, like right a on salt thing. building? Is that the salt building? Maybe. There is a salt building there, too. That anyway. sounds right, actually. Yeah. Don't quote me on that one, but it sounds that sounds correct. Yeah. But it's a cool building. Yeah. It's a cool old building. Yeah. You can't miss it. Um, so go check that out. But head down to Olympic Village. Check out the birds. The 16-foot bird wingspan. 3,500 pounds. They're yeah. well-traveled birds. They've been all over. Big yeah. birds. Big birds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on that note, we're going to end this one. <laughs> so make sure you come back next week, and we're going to keep on telling more places in and around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. See you next time.